Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my super califragilistic XPL co-host, Mozzie. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I I am great because I remembered that just in time. <laughs> I was Beautiful. like, I was I started saying it, and I was just gonna say it normally until I remembered how I was gonna modify it. I'm like, yes, clutch just gene like comes in. Gotta perfect. be clutch. <laughs> gotta be clutch. Sometimes you just gotta start and see where the sentence takes you. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I usually speak. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of times there's nothing planned that i've tried to remember i just speak chaotically you know mm, mm. and well, so we so we podcast perfect so we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have some uh chaotic players coming up later that we can talk about mm-hmm. a few at receiver especially some at running back but we're going to be starting with receiver today we have a loaded class of receiver it's nuts we really do it's it's a nice class we're, we're pretty spoiled I, I don't know if there's any Mega game changers like uh Yeah, there's no Jamar Chases. Yeah, there's no Jamar Chase. Or, you know, Julio's. Yeah. Maybe I don't know about Waddle level, but may- maybe a Waddle level guy or two. Yeah, I mean there could be some Waddles, there could be some Alshon Jeffries, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not a bad class. I think that's a misconception about the draft is that it's a bad draft. It's a thick draft. There's mm-hmm. nothing really like it's very bell curve. Uh, I don't know, like defying. There's not really a <laughs> topper, topper and end. It's all just kind of this big. Yeah, it's a very consistent slope for sure. E- exactly, and... a slow uh, gradation. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but the receiver class is super fast. Super fast. Yeah, like most of these guys are like four, four level guys, and we were saying that like people are calling Drake slow. But he's like he's a four five guy, but like he's not, he's not a four four sub guy, so he seems slow compared right. to his class. It's wild. So uh, I mean, we've got some four three eight people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just getting faster, man. Yeah, but where do you want to start? I'll, I'll defer to you. Is there anyone you in particular want to start with, or are we just going to go on our list? I think we should start with the OSU wide receivers because we've got two getting drafted. You've probably seen mock drafts where Garrett Wilson is the first wide receiver taken off the board, mm-hmm. and Olave is like the second or third. Uh, but two OSU wide receivers going in the first round, so let's start there. Who is your favorite of the two? I think that I would lean Olave, even Same. though I honestly I was prepared to not like Wilson as much, and that actually changed. I do like <laughs> them both. What I think the difference is, at least for me, is that Chris Olave is just absolutely incredible at the role that he does. And instead of being generally good in every way, he's just amazing in his in his route running in his way. So I, I really mm-hmm. like that sort of specialized strength that to me, in a draft where there's not really too many top end guys, 
that's a very niche specific role that he is a top end in, which can be extremely beneficial. So I do like Olave more. Mm, yeah, Olave, he might be my favorite on the class actually. Wow. In, in terms of that, not not that I like am positive he's the best, but he is the guy who made me have the most like kind of wow moments. Honestly, right. He so he's buttery smooth. Uh, I called him Olave oil. Uh, <laughs> That's so, great. That's that's my nickname for him. And yeah, he to me he was like a combo of like A B and okay, by the way, any comps we give, just so point out, are stylistic or maybe build wise. We're not saying he's gonna be this guy. I just think it's helpful to give comps so you can like one, so people who like aren't sitting here watching all these guys have a good idea what to expect. And two, I think it helps us put, you know, succinct descriptions to longer worrier you know <laughs> evals of these guys right because we have like a paragraph for each of them mm-hmm. and at least of several sentences and i don't know about you but i'm very visual and i kind of like trying mm-hmm. to imagine what this player plays like not pro- we're not projecting them to be some of the names that we say but we are comping their play style maybe the fluidity or something that's really reminiscent of that player in them yeah, and so I Djax came to mind for me, and I saw a couple other spots like bring up Deshaun Jackson with him because of that just smoothness. And Deshaun Jackson is very smooth <laughs> for sure. I think that's actually a pretty apt comp. Mm-hmm. I also like thought there was a little bit of like a B to it, and I thought that's why like I had like a combo of them, maybe like a little Lockety, little Chad Johnsony. I saw it was like was a good one, but right. Yeah, I, I guess I'll start kind of going through my notes on him here. Like he, you know, good, really good start stop. I, I, I wrote deceptive speed because I'm like, <laughs> it doesn't look like he's going as fast as he is, and not in a bad way. He looks like he's gl- like gliding and not zooming because you'd expect like at his size you'd expect him to kind of zoom more, but he kind of glides, and That's I think he's graceful. probably like, yeah, he's he's pretty fluid. I, I think he's <laughs> probably just using his speed well to set stuff up. Um. I like his footwork a lot, especially in the open field, and he finds oh, yeah. open zone spots really well. That's probably where my brain kind of wants to lock it. I don't know. Um, as far as his blocking goes, they didn't. I didn't see a ton of him being asked to do it, but when he yeah, did he, it, it was pretty iffy for the most part. <laughs> when I did see it, there was somewhere he was fine, but somewhere it's like I just don't think he's like big and strong enough. Yeah, no, I definitely saw that as a knock on him. People saying he can't block. I did putt though that. OSU didn't ask him to block like rarely ever, if ever. So there were a few times it's not a strength, but it it probably wasn't coached to him, quite frankly, if they never used it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he mostly like it was mostly a thing when it was like a play down field where like, you know, you'd expect them to pick up a block and he just kind of (laughs) didn't. But it's good, though, that he plays the Z Mm -hmm. because... I've seen some that will say that, you know, the Z's need to block, but they don't need to block as much as the other wide receivers yeah. do mm-hmm. by a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, no, especially, like, if you're a slot guy, I think, I think having blocking skills is a little more important. But, yep, yeah, I, I like Olave a lot. He can, I, I put you, he can get open in a phone booth. And one thing I really <laughs> liked a lot was um, a play I saw against Oregon. It was on a broken play. He made a really smart move and broke up field. So he made sure that either he got past the defense or that Stroud guy got running links. Like instead of like staying even in line with him, he like broke up really fast and like 
basically ensured either a touchdown or a good rush, like because he brought the cornerback with him to give him the room. Yeah, and it was one of those things where it was kind of like random, but I thought it was pretty good stuff as far as like showing his like awareness and like adjusting to broken plays, which that was a strength of his, I thought too. That's a, I mean, that's a high IQ, football IQ awareness right yeah, there. Very big brain move for sure. Very big brain. I think it's worth mentioning before we transition to Wilson that clearly both of these receivers were exceptionally well coached yeah. uh, at OSU. And whoever, so we were like, who the hell is their wide receiver coach? Because both of these guys are fantastic at all of like the mental side of the wide receiver game. They're lining up right. Their release is really hard to predict. You don't know where they're going. They're great at lining up the safeties in the right way so that they're open on the other side. Like absolutely brilliant stuff that I haven't seen before in a lot of wide receivers. I'll look up their wide receiver coach and it's Brian Hartline. <laughs> Brian Hartline. Former Dolphin Brian Hartline. Former Dolphin. That guy's doing a fucking amazing job. Yeah. Holy shit. Because their other wide receiver that we'll talk about next year is doing well with it, too. Oh, yeah. Let's make oh, sure yeah. you say his name properly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so with the lobby, part, so part of why I got AB from him, and he also looked like a little digsy at times, was like his ability to go across the field and make really good battery catches going horizontal like it's kind of a specific thing but that's like a really that's one of the things ab was so good at was like at the boundary he was pretty much just money for roethlisberger for several years yeah and you know alave was pretty dang good at that um he was pretty good like going deep too there were like one or two spots where i saw like him not necessarily track the boundary the best and like just drop the ball because he'd like he's thinking about too much at once but for the most part like his Deep ball is pretty solid, really, in that. And he has, like, a lot of grabs where it's, like, you think it's going to be a little too high, then it reaches up and goes, yoink, and, like, brings it in. Yeah, he just yoinks it out of the air. Mm-hmm. And doesn't break stride while doing it. Yeah. At all. He he nice. He nice. I, I think he is a worthy inclusion of being one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver. Yeah, I, I think he's for sure worth a first-round pick. I do, too. And I, he will be. Yeah, like, I... I if, if the Falcons take him, I'll be happy. Like, I mean... I like him a lot. <laughs> I could see it. They kind of need an X, though. Yeah. It might not be what they need, but they... they. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. When I was watching London, he was he, he was a guy... I thought, oh, okay, Falcons really should take him. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's probably, like, the best fit for them at the moment. But, yeah. What what else do you have on the lobby before we get to, to Wilson? Um... Hmm. So I might I got a little overexcited and started going on about him because I'm like this guy might be my favorite so I'm like I wanna I wanna opine about him. No, yeah, I mean I put he's he's usually in the Z receiver role so he's usually not on the line of scrimmage. He's usually about a yard back and he can motion around and play around with the safety there. Ridiculously deceptive off the snap. You never know which direction he's going and he's got insane double moves that are fast. Yeah, um, yeah his hips are cool crazy good hips he's not like twitchy you know like he's not a jitter in and out quick step kind of thing like garrett wilson he's a lot more fluid which i like mm-hmm. um they're just different play styles uh but dude's running like a four three eight, and yeah <laughs> in the z receiver role he's never gonna have like press coverage on him because 
he's always a yard back. So mm-hmm. if he's running a four three eight and he's already got a yard of separation on you, like the corners are gonna have to be on fucking top of it to stop him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I so there's a thing I saw that was really weird to me. It always seemed like he would like be like right on time with the snap to get off the line or like there were occasions when he like started a little sooner i'm like that might have been a false start in the nfl did you see that too or was i just like looking at it too closely no i i know what you mean but (laughs) i like his release is insane Uh uh-huh and sometimes you know it looks like it's he's going a little fast but it might just be literally 0.00 split Mm -hmm. time difference there but yeah I, i like olave oil a lot olave yeah well but i like the nickname because like butter oil but if we're talking about like Mm. style wise olave's butter and i think wilson's kind of like the oil that pops you know yeah heated it up and it just kind of drops some water on it starts popping everywhere (laughs) so talk to me about garrett wilson i struggle with wilson a little bit because of his play style and his size um, the good thing about Wilson is that I think he is across the board good to above average to like very good in every sort of category. So he can play the slot, he can play X, he can play Z, he can move around and do all of that, which is awesome. Um, I don't know if he can be an X in the NFL. I think he might have to move around a little bit. He might end up in the slot more. He might end up in the Z role. But I think he could play it. I just have some concerns. He's not as physical as I would have expected. And he's not super big. Mm-hmm. So I see him getting bullied by some of those really good corners a little bit if he's not you know, on his shit. Um, that's sort of my big thing with him i still think he's very good i started off with a negative but you know he's not quite as good on his release as olave but i do think he is a better route runner um which is impressive because olave Mm -hmm. is also a good route runner i think that he has insane corner manipulation as well um he's pretty good at identifying the defenses there's actually like i watched one where he was pointing out like the cornerback to his own quarterback. Like he was <laughs> pointing out their DB to his own quarterback. Big move. <laughs> and then he goes in and he just like lights up the safety with a block. Um, so he knows how to get the safeties to move and how to, you know, hit the deep route. He can hit the curl really well. He's got some really honestly like top level wide receiver stuff. Sometimes this is the thought I had while watching him is, does this guy have ADHD? Because I have ADHD, (laughs) and I know what it fucking looks like. And there are some fucking times where he's just like, he is so in the zone, and he is so focused. He's, like, pointing out the coverages and shit. And then there are some where he just, like, forgets what he's doing and will just sort of, like, drift on his routes. So he'll just kind of, like, have to run a very precise route, and, like, he'll just think about, you know, butterflies or something for a second and just kind of drift outward. Um, and sometimes that makes his routes not great. And sometimes it makes him have concentration drop. So I'm, I legitimately wonder if this guy does have ADHD and I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean that in like a bro, get some Adderall because when you're focused, you are one of the best wide receivers in this draft. (laughs) (laughs) 
But he loses. It happens every game. It's sometimes it's only like a play or two, but he can just see the focus leave his brain. And we understand that it happens, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> sometimes massive ADHD just... kid. I am so with it. <laughs> sometimes you just you know think about an air fryer or something. Or <laughs> right? How do they work? What are they frying? <laughs> the air? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Oh gosh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I I like Garrett Wilson a lot too. No, I'm not, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't mean to dump on him by saying like Olave the most. He just kind of fits what I like. He so actually, I, I watched Olave primarily first, and then kind of watched Wilson separately. But like when I was watching Olave, I'm like, I'm like, Wilson's like a really good possession receiver or something like that. He looked like he was right. just like making a lot of solid moves. And so one of the issues, I, not issues, I had, but like I wished I had like the all twenty two or whatever for college film because. He was always so open, and I couldn't see how it got so open sometimes. <laughs> it was like, I, I wish I could evaluate more because, like, some of this film doesn't show enough. Like, he's too open to evaluate his hands enough, and, like, I can't <laughs> see, like, how he's getting so open. And so, luckily, there so, were times on replays you could see some more stuff. Right. I would say because – so, he was always doing more of the X receiver role while uh, Olave did the Y – the uh, Z stuff, sorry – so he was getting a lot more of that press and man coverage. His uh, separation comes at the line because he is so fucking good at shaking corners off of him just with absolute ease on his release, which is really impressive. He has great football. Yeah, I like that. I liked his I liked his head fakes a lot too. I noticed that was one of the things he was pretty good at. Yeah, when he's focused in, man. <laughs> that the whole body the head are going and and disguising the route and he gets the corner to bite for just a second and mm-hmm. breaks back he's really twitchy like that yeah and one thing with him is i'm wondering if who if he will like put on a little more size because he from what i saw it seemed like he's like a better blocker than Olave. like he's like a little more like physical with it i'm like despite being a little smaller he was he attacked the blocks more. I'm like, if this guy actually puts on some size to match some of that aggressiveness, I think he could be like pretty dang solid. You don't want to sacrifice the speed, but I think I think he has a little bit to spare. You know, if he goes down to a four four zero instead of a four three eight, I think he'll be okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. I think a better blocker. I think he was less uh, contact hungry than Olave. Olave didn't care. He Olave would go right into it. Olave don't care. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, is that a lot of these like some of these guys like these are these both aren't big guys like by any means, like they're they're very like speed and or finesse with with their play style and I, I not not to like be a knock I'm just saying they're they're not big dudes that's that's all um so yeah with with Wilson I I thought he was kind of like a faster Deontay which I saw a Deontay comp for for Olave and I'm like eh but then I watched eh. Wilson and I'm like oh he's like a faster Deontay that's like kind of where my brain went with it um yeah I think that's pretty good mm-hmm. I don't think he's quite as amazing as Ridley's been but I think Ridley is in a similar vein too Ridley's almost like both of them combined because he is also buttery smooth yeah I don't think a- he's as fast twitchy. though no he's not I don't think he is either mm-hmm. but um so with so with Wilson I and again, I might be being too hard on him because because I watched Olave then Wilson like first <laughs> off, and so it's probably it's probably tough to like go oh wow Olave and then be like Wilson's good, but like I didn't get wowed really. But that's not his game, so I'm not trying to like shit on him. But he's yeah, always I, so open. So, but it's more of like wow, how he's how is he so open? Than, like, I think wow, he can. Uh, I think he can get there. I yeah, think it might, he it needs to bulk up a bit. But yeah, so that's. 
like sort of my main thing is that I I don't know if he can play X in the NFL, and he did a lot of X in college. I he can play other positions though. I just don't. I worry about him being the number one. That's fair. Yeah, like draw like main coverage, or at least like playing like certain spots on the field. Right. But I mean, if his feet are as good as they are, then he should be able to. It's just yeah. he's a, he's a little undersized for it. Is basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like NFL weight programs, like after a year, can put a lot of bulk on these guys. Thankfully. Oh um, God, yeah. Yeah. And so with with Wilson, I kind of described him as like a quarterback's best friend type of receiver. Is what is what I got to it. Like a very much like a safety blanket type of guy. With, with how he plays and how he finds like spots and zones and everything. And so like, and like, especially like if you give him room, he will fucking eat up that room and like get open in, in an instant pretty much. So like he's, I, as much as I hate it, I think new England makes a lot of sense for him. Oh, like no. fit wise. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Like it <laughs> makes stuff so he much does sense. Well, I'm like, shit, this would be great because like he would be like a very, reliable target that they don't have for mac jones i don't know if they would do that but oh yeah i mean he would be really good there apparently this apparently he's the yak master he he did have pretty good yak i mean six six uh yards after catch is pretty high Mm -hmm. Uh, it's absurd (laughs) it's absurd because olave's was 4.1 which is also actually pretty damn good too and I was surprised. I was just surprised that Garrett's was higher because I had, I definitely had misconceptions about Olave going into watching them. Because uh, I kind of pictured Olave as more of always in the slot and like taking seams to the house, and that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. But, but they're both really good. I do yeah. think that there is a reality where they are the first two wide receivers taken, and I am okay with it. <laughs> I don't hate it. Um, Has that ever happened? From the same school, probably, probably not. Like, pro- I feel like it probably has. Yeah, or like I guess like two, like the first two, like blank position taken were both from same school. I wonder like when that's happened because it probably has at some point. But yeah, probably has for a running back and wide receiver. Yeah, back in the well, like day, running backs within were taken position, in the first round. Yeah, yeah the same position. Like maybe like two guards or something, but I don't know about like two receivers or like two linebackers or D linemen or something like that. I'm I'm, I'm curious. I, I want I want we need we need like the Elias Sports Beer or whatever on this shit for <laughs> us. But alas, so <laughs> about the OSU guys, who who do you want to go to next? Do you want to go to uh, Jamison? I think we probably should. Yeah. All right, lead off because I know you like him a lot. Yeah. I I mean my take right now is that if he didn't have the ACL tear, he would be the number one receiver in the draft. Yeah, um, that was a bummer tearing it literally in the championship game. I know, but the good the good thing, and you know this is awesome, is that he's doing well and he's apparently ahead of schedule and like it's it's healing extremely well, which is great. So that's awesome. I do think that it could make him drop a few spots just because there is a chance he's not ready to go week one. Um, or even, you know, week four or, or, you know, Mm -hmm. week eight, you know, that kind of thing, which sucks. But I do think that he is absolutely outstanding. He is, it, he can go from his base minimum speed to his maximum speed in what looks like no time whatsoever. (laughs) It's absolutely His acceleration was nuts. He can do that. 
but like he can do it both ways, which is what's so crazy. He can get to four three in a split second, but then he can also go from four three to zero in a second and just absolutely completely stop his full body and just completely fuck up the corner's life <laughs> and his ACL apparently and his ACL. Yeah. So the knee thing I think is a concern and then it's why he's probably not going one, but God damn, he is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot too. I started watching him. I'm like, okay, this is why Mozzie has him. So I saw you put him number one. Is, is he your favorite receiver? I think in a perfect world where I don't have to worry about injuries because it's Madden, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that, I, that's fine. Like, if he recovers from his ACL, fine, he's your number one. Like, that's I mean, yeah. that's a fair stipulation. Yeah. Mm. It sucks, and I hate having to do that. But, I mean, if the Jets, if he's there at 10, I want the Jets to take him. That would be a really, that would be a good snag. Like, having him, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, Uzi. Oh, yeah. So. Uzi. Yeah, what, so when I was watching Jamison, I thought he looked bigger than 180 when I was watching him for some reason. I don't know why. He just seemed a little bigger than that. And so I started with the Georgia game, which I felt like was a good barometer because it's literally like fucking half an NFL defense right there. Yeah. And so um, he lit them up for seven for 184, two touchdowns. <laughs> and then in the Destroy. next game where he got hurt, you know, early in the game, well, I don't remember what that was, but he didn't finish the game. He got four for 65 in the, in the national championship game. Um yeah. Drawing PIs at remiss, he had some nice like yak gains. Um, I I was I was look, like writing notes as I watched this, and I'm like, oh gosh, I just saw Mechie tears ACL. I'm like, oh no, like you saw Young like running by him, and he's like trying to get trampled. I'm like, that sucks. But um, anyway, yeah, Jam City super duper good in the DK. I thought, and his his stop start like I you you were you're not exaggerating. I saw your notes and I went and watched it. I'm like, holy shit, like this double move, like stop, start stuff. Oh man. Like it is, it's nice. It's insane. So, mm-hmm. It's definitely like one of the big strengths of his game. Yeah. But one thing that I liked a lot, that wasn't even him getting the ball. Um, so there was this play, um, I believe it was against UC. I, can't, I think it was UC. I'm trying to, I, I, I'm looking at the order of the games I had on here, but I think it was UC game where um, the design was for him to clear out. Basically. So he was running to the back of the end zone and is clearing out the underneath route, and he did it just like perfectly. So like he like hits it, has he freezes both the guys at the corner and the safety, and then goes to the back corner. And so by the time he's breaking, like they're kind of following him, and then they slowly realize like, oh shit, this underneath guy's wide open. And so like the reason this was like so cool to me was like one, like you know the maturity to like you know do your full routes when you're a decoy, but two, like the consistency and the techniques. Like more importantly, it was like is so spot on. Even when he's the decoy, it looks exactly real and i think like that consistency in your technique that you can know you're the not know like you know 90 percent chance he's the decoy and still like you know run it without giving anything away like that's pretty impressive to me so yeah and that that uc game there he, it was they only passed like 28 times and he got seven catches so like big chunk of the pie there he, he was their number one for sure um and there were there no concentration drops from what I saw, which, you know, I don't really count that against people, but he did seem to be in the zone always, mm-hmm. which is nice to see. Yeah. Speaking of zone, I thought there were a couple times where I saw him make really good reads on some of the zones to get like nice snags and get them into like, you know, just first down range or like into a nice, really easy like spot to convert. Um, I saw they had to return a little bit, which, you know, I always like when guys are good returners. Um, 
One of the things that I've seen him get not for is how his college career kind of went. So he, <laughs> yeah. um, so he started OSU, right? Where Olave and Wilson were, and I believe Olave was already there in 2018. They were super run heavy in 2019 when they had Justin Fields, and in 2020 in that shortened season. And so I think that context kind of helps because like the instinct is like, oh, like he couldn't get on the field, but like, but like it's like a lot. It's Olave and Wilson, like. You know, if if he's just below them, he's still really good. Like, and right. I I, th- I think he came into his own in Alabama. I'm like, you know, being the number one in Alabama is still a pretty good feat, I think. And so, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only my favorite response to that is, well, OSU also didn't start Burrow over rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. And that's not an indictment on Haskins, but it is the Joe Burrow's pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> And they have a thing with seniority there, so I yeah. Don't... There's there's a lot of like you know politics in college football too, but so. yeah, no, I do think that you know there's probably a reason why he didn't bust out after him, and maybe that put a chip on his shoulder. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it worked out for him. <clears throat> it looked really really good. Like he he kind of reminds me of like Robbie Waddle sort of in terms mm-hmm. of his like obviously speed, but like the the fluidity like that Robbie has kind of, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to describe it. It's cause it's different than Deshaun Jackson, but it's, he's a little cleaner on his routes. It's like probably maybe quicker than Robbie. And I don't know if he's as fast and strong as Waddle, but like, he's kind of in between those two guys for me. Like as far as style goes, mm-hmm. he's a little bigger than Robbie, like build wise. Yeah. Robbie's really skinny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has that thing where he'll get a, just a fucking cross route and he'll snatch it out of the air and he doesn't break his stride in like any shape or form. Mm -hmm. I love when he, like he's one of the ones he goes and gets the ball instead of it coming to him too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that was one thing I noted too. Definitely like attacks. Well, so I was looking up how big Waddle was because I think they're the same weight, but Waddle's only like five ten, So he's a lot more, he's a lot denser versus, you know, six one. So three inches, but same way. That's definitely a lot denser for Waddle. He's more compact. Waddle, waddle. Waddle, waddle. But speaking of compact, Skymore. <laughs> Skymore. <laughs> That's a really good description for him, right? Yeah, no, I, He's I agree. He's really compact. Like, he uh-huh. just feels like, like, uh, fucking tungsten. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, I, one of the first things I noticed was he wore, like, number 24, like a fucking running back. I'm like, That's a power right. move for power a combat player. Move. Yeah. <laughs> He's smaller, but he's dense. He's ridiculously fast. I don't know what his 40 was. It was sub 4-4. It might have been... He might be one of those 4-3 guys. Right around there, yeah. Uh, I do think he has the best release in the class. Yeah, Uh, I I think 4-4-1 is what I see for him. So, yeah, like right around a 4-4, which is stupid stupid fast. Stupid fast. Uh, I think he's a really good prospect. His release is so fucking good that even undersized, he can be productive on the outside as an X receiver, which is fucking ridiculous. You don't see that when someone he's like five eight, five nine. I thought I saw five ten. Let me double check his height. He's n- not very big. I see five five ten one ninety five are are his dimensions. Okay, a little bit bigger. Still pretty tough to do X roll at five mm-hmm. ten. Because I'm already saying it, it might be tough for Wilson to do it at six foot. That's impressive to me. Um, but yeah, his release is insane. He like can just 
I, I don't know. I think he's going to be good. I, mm-hmm. he can, I'm expecting him to get in the slot and do it really well. Yeah, I, I'm assuming he'll end up as a slot. Like, his play style is akin to some... Well, I guess a lot of... Every comp I saw from him was a slot receiver, and it, like, it all made sense. Like, I saw Golden Tate. I don't think he's as physical as Golden Tate, but that wasn't, like, a bad comp, although I think it might be, like, just the first thing everyone thinks of. To me, he, I thought, like... If Naheem Hines had just like dedicated himself to being a receiver and gotten good at that, <laughs> that's where like that's where my brain went. Like he like looks like Naheem Hines when he's running, which is a good thing. Like Naheem that Hines is. is good, yeah. He's athletic so, as book. Yeah, it's so, like somewhere in that Tate Hines spectrum is where I have him stylistically. I actually um, like that a lot. Yeah. Like <laughs> Naheem like, Hines like, played wide receiver. Yeah, because Hines is like half halfway a slot guy. So Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I like Scott Moore a good amount. Um, th- there was one where I saw him just like like put a guy on the ground, like when he like got the guy turned outside and zoomed inside, and dude, he just lost like the guy just lost his footing and couldn't keep up. Um, he gets to full speed pretty dang quickly. Um, this includes like out of his releases, like he's really fast. Like it takes him like three steps to get to full speed, and then he's there. Yeah, that's wild. I like I like some of his like sidestep moves on his release. He almost kind of like. He would like do like a sidestep release where he'd like teleport a foot, basically. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Describe it. <laughs> like crab it was walk. Pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he was also productive as a 19 year old. So that's neat. Like that's kind of important. Not it's not the end all be all, but like, you know, breakout age. Like there's like all of these like oh like breakout age, dominator rating, like target tar- target share in college, like a few things that like people really look at analytically. But like I-, I think it's kind of important to factor in breakout age in a way, just because like, oh, like if you are really good as a 19 or 20 year old against like pretty good competition that's impressive to me like and it, it gives me something to look at like one okay if you keep growing from there to like if you for some reason have a down down you know sees that an older age like i'll look at the context and give you benefit of the doubt if you're like okay like team was better when you were 19 but when they're 21 the team was trash like okay <laughs> context always helps like i can't remember who it was i think at quarterback there was one of the guys who had that scenario um how was it was it the usc guy yeah how- yeah yeah he like same thing. That was his context. Um, his quarterback, Scott, I, I could tell, was it fucking Ellaby or whatever? His quarterback fucking loves him. They have a really good connection, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but there were still some times where, like, I thought he, like, missed Sky a little bit. And, like, left some on the table for him, whether it was, like, a missed throw or, like, a play just didn't go to him when it was open. Um, but, like, he and the team, like, a billion percent realized that Sky was their best player by a large margin. Because they were getting, like, out of the backfield. Screen pass, like normal receiving, like every way they could get it to him, they did. Um, so all that being said, I do like him and think he's pretty good, but I'm not sure if he's like first round level. I think it's borderline. I don't think he should be. I think he should be a uh, top 15 second rounder. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, I don't know if, if my team took this guy in the first, if I'd be like thrilled. Like, I wouldn't be upset, but I, th- I think more, I think second round probably like, like, we see it every year, like a lot of really good receivers go in that early second. That's probably about where I see him going. The only exception I would say is a team like the Bills at the end of the first that have their mm-hmm. wide receiver core already set. So they're not the Packers or Chiefs that need they need their main wide receivers, but a team that is already pretty stacked but needs that little extra firepower. Mm-hmm. I could see that and I would be That's totally fair, good yeah. with that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think he should be an early mid second. He's very good. <laughs> yeah, 
Elijah Moore was a second rounder, and I love Elijah Moore. Yeah, there there are, there have been a bunch of good second. Like it's not like quarterback where you gotta be a first rounder. Like receiver, like there are so many good second round receivers. Like look at that. Like you know, wasn't Michael AJ Thomas Brown? A second? Yeah, I think Michael Thomas was DK Metcalf. Wasn't D, was Debo second rounder or was he a first mm-hmm. rounder? Yeah, T Higgins. Like there are uh, so many good second round receivers. So it's no indictment going not in the first. <laughs> It's just, you know, we got to give a little separation here. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, th- I think Olave, Wilson, Jamison, first rounder talent. Um, mm-hmm. So, I want to talk about someone who I think could be a fringe first rounder and is probably a pretty good fit for some of these teams picking late in the first round. And that is George Pickens um, yeah. out of Georgia, fittingly, uh, on name. So, apparently, he's an asshole. Or kind of. <laughs> He didn't interview well, whatever, but like he's a wide receiver, so I, I'm okay with my wide receivers kind of being assholes, you know. Diva, Diva receiver is a trope for a reason. Um, so look at Ocho Cinco, T.O., a lot, lot, of, lot of Diva receivers. It's okay. OBJ, you know, whomever. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Um, but you know, A.B. for sure, yeah. So with Pickens, I think uh, both, both apply here. Uh, that dude nice, and he got that dog in him. I think both of those are true <laughs> here for, for Pickens. Um, so he's got strong hands, and like another guy we'll talk about, I think quarterback play was holding him back some. Um, not a ton, not that Bennett was terrible, but like I didn't realize that Stetson Bennett existed that much until I like watched the college playoffs, and he's not early in the draft cycle. Like He's a fine yeah. college quarterback, but that's it. Like right. He's not as bad as some of these guys as quarterbacks, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and P- but Pickens did adjust to some of those subpar balls pretty well. Um, like he catches a lot of stuff. Like his he's got really strong hands. Like he is the go up and get it guy. Yeah, he like, will snatch the ball out of the air, and he has great body control, and he gets it. Yeah, like I, I I'll, I'll keep going before I get to get to my kind of cop. Um, so he definitely doesn't come down easily. Like he's fast and physical. Um, there was a play I was watching as I was typing this. He got in the quarterback's head, clearly the play before, because the quarterback just threw him down. But then I'm like, no, Pickens. He like went up and put his hand in his face, I'm like, face mask. I'm like, no, just like, just don't, just don't do that. <laughs> just don't be an asshole. <laughs> um, and I thought he has, he has like the late hands, which I'll talk about sometimes is like you, you go up to the ball, like late in the route. So you don't kind of give it away, but you still like the catch obviously, but you don't like show your hand basically pun intended. Um, he like, ah. yeah so it's it's like you're like i think about like going for a deep ball like you you turn up and get it if you do it like too early the db notices and will react but if you do it at the last moment they're fucked so um yeah he like he'll make catches when he's being held and knocked around um i've seen some knocks that he needs some more technical work i, I couldn't really see a ton of spots where he needed to be super technical with releases based on where georgia put him um so like you know maybe that's the case, but I'm not. I don't think that is enough to like knock him down a ton because I think he's good enough outside of any potential technical deficiencies. That again, I didn't really get to see much in that sense because it wasn't a spot he was put in a lot. And so I think teams like Kansas City, where they are good at hiding, you know, any technical lapses and. I think Andy Reid can handle the personality of Pickens fine. I think that would be a great fit, personally. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I I'm trying I'm trying not to overthink him too much because I think he's just really fucking good 
And like as long as he doesn't piss away his chances, I think he'll be a pretty good addition to any team. So Yeah, no, I'm I agree. I think he just needs some development both on and off the field. <laughs> yeah. And it it was kind of hard to evaluate him because he had an ACL tear and he actually managed to come yeah. back, which was insane. Well, because he got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of film to break down. And to be honest, I don't really want to break down a film when he probably doesn't have a fully repaired ACL. Yeah, I mostly <laughs> watch 2020 stuff. Yep. Uh, I did want to say that he was going against the best defenses like event, I think of yeah. most of the wide receivers, Big Ten joke. I mean, let's be honest here. But Georgia, he went against some good corners. So like him, he he did struggle to get separation a little bit, but he had an ACL tear. Yeah. <laughs> and those were the best corners in football, and he was still catching it. He just yeah. wasn't yakking it as much as he could have been. So I've seen, you know, Packers taking him late. That was sort of an early in the season kind of thing. I agree with Kansas City. I think he could be an end of the first round talent. Uh, yeah, the the talent's there for sure. I think it, it how is. teams feel about him as a person and his ACL is going to be a lot of it. You know, some teams want that though. They want the wide receiver that's a bit of an asshole because they, when they're an asshole, that's because they also demand production. Yeah, and I think I think that's good for Kansas City because they just lost an asshole, so they kind of need a new one, right? <laughs> they need a new asshole. <laughs> an asshole I, I lost my asshole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but um, yeah. So uh, yeah, Pickens' combat time was like a four four seven, but like that might not even be his peak because again, the ACL thing. He probably wasn't like fucking training for his forty. I don't know. Um, yeah, he probably wasn't trying to you know go all out. I mean, he might have been, but there's a good chance he wasn't. Yeah. ACL tear. Like, hey, you know, maybe don't try to set the record. <laughs> yeah. And like, but yeah, I like him a lot. I think he's pretty good. Great at like ball tracking and getting 50 50 balls. Comp wise, I had a tough time getting an immediate one. He sort of looks like CD Lamb to me, but my. And okay. So I'm only, I'm not invoking this name saying this is who he's going to be. I only do that for Jamar Chase. I think stylistically, he's like 75% Lamb, 25% Julio. And I say that because of his, like, the way he, like, attacks the ball and some of his physicality. Like, he, he attacks the ball like Julio does. And, like, that's where that's where my brain went. I see that. And so. He's not quite as big as T.O. No, yeah. So, like, there's La- a Lamb little was in bit my of head that like, there. <laughs> yeah, he, he was similar build to Lamb. I think he's taller than Lamb. Because, like, he's, like, 6'3", but he's not super big. But he... He looks a lot like Lamb build-wise and, like, play speed-wise. Yeah. But he had a little more, like, I don't want to say alpha to him, but sort of. Like, he had a little more dog. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Is it, uh, I was going to say, how tall is AJ Green? I think AJ Green's, like, 6'5", I thought. Maybe? 6'4". Close. But, yeah, I, I like Pickens a lot. I, th- I think if he, I think his ceiling is, like, absurdly high. Like, yeah, the, his boom buzz factor is that he's just a too much of an asshole and fucks away his chances. <laughs> but like, yeah. if he, if he continues to mature and develop, I think he has like potentially the highest ceiling of anybody. I think he's up there ceiling wise. There's a, probably another guy or two that I think we have really high ceilings with, mm-hmm. but I do agree that I, I like, he could be very, very good. I, he does have bus potential. Of course he does, mm-hmm. but he also has mega boom, mega boom potential. Yeah. 
So do you want to go to a bust potential or boom potential guy next? So I guess it kind of all goes hand in hand. But who, who do you want to go to next? I'll, I'll let you lead, lead our way. Um, I think we should do London. Perfect. Let's do it. Let's go to London. Let's go to London. It's a terrible accent by me, as always. <laughs> uh, also projected to potentially be one of the first wide receivers taken in the draft. Um, I I get it. I understand why. He is six foot five. He is huge. He runs like a four five. He I don't know if I've seen him not get a fifty fifty ball. It's more like a, <laughs> a ninety five five ball for him. And there's a there's actually a pretty good amount of jump ball receivers in this class, and he is definitely the best. When you ask me for a comp, the first time I watch him, I think Jimmy Graham, and that's just be- <laughs> like I know he's a tight end. I know basketball? that London's faster. He did. Wait, really? Yeah, he did. He a hundred percent did. Yep. You can tell. He just like he just goes up and fucking gets it. Um, which like it's no surprise that he, of course, led the league in contested catches. I think that stat right there is what has some people worried and some people really impressed because there are some that are worried, like, why is every catch contested with him? And then there are some people who are like, who cares? He catches it every time. Mm-hmm. I think there is a little validity to not getting separation that. And that's, to me, like, that is a little bit valid. But it also doesn't really matter if he always gets it. He's six. He is so tall. The only thing you're losing by always having a contested catch and always catching it is yak. Yeah. But for some receivers, he is perfect. So, like, he would be... I think Washington should take him 100%. Oh, he'd be a good fit with McLaurin, yeah, like combo-wise. He'd be so good with McLaurin and Wentz throwing to him. Oh, yeah. Like, right now, Wentz has Logan Thomas, and that's it for, like, that type of guy. Exactly. So, my Drake London comp, it's a little bit Kenny Galladay. Um... Because Kenny Galladay is sort of my prototypical. He will go up and catch it, and that is where he stops. <laughs> uh, but I also think, you know, if he busts, he could be Hakeem Butler. <laughs> so I'm kind of hoping he's what we wanted Hakeem Butler to be, which was a six foot five freakish athlete with an insane wingspan. Hakeem mm-hmm. Butler wasn't as fast, though. No, yeah. London, so he didn't get a for sure 40 time for him. The estimate's like four or five, but he's definitely sub four six. So. Yeah. Pretty good speed for his size. Um, initially, I'm like, is it lazy to say Pittman? Because I'm like, <laughs> big, you know, 50-50 ball, ball guy, USC. I'm like, <laughs> they look kind of similar. I'm like, no, no, I won't go with just Pittman. wasn't terrible. But I liked Alshon Jeffrey as a cop for him. I thought that was pretty accurate. Because he's quicker than, like, Pittman and Galladay are. And so that's why, that's why I kind of want Alshon. I like that. Bit. Like, I think Alshon is a good comp for him. Yeah, Alshon was, like, 6'3". Yeah, same archetype as Kenny Galladay, though. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a little different. Like, Alshon is a little more, like, stop-start. He... I'm trying to find out how tall he is. It'll tell me eventually when I look it up enough. So, yeah, 6'3", 220 is what they have for Alshon. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, 6'5". Yeah, oh. yeah, he's pretty big. Um, His breaks and routes are, are pretty good, like, especially at his size. He, he Like, he does a good job finding the, the zone spots. Um, and like I said, we tried to comp it, but he's pretty unique. And like having that stop start he does at his size is pretty, like, pretty desirable. I think that's part of why he's going so high is because he has that size. 
And even though separation is not great, I think it's, I think it's fine. I don't think it's amazing, but it's not so bad that he has to be like odd and Tate catching it all the time. Like, oh, I agree. Cause he's yeah, huge. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I, do, I do think his separations are like a little better to get some credit for again, not amazing. Cause he's so fucking huge and you can only get so much separation at right. that size. And you can only be so fast at that size pretty much. But, um, I mean, like, like he gets like all those balls, um, quarterback play probably held him back some him and uh our penn state our penn state buddy were definitely held back by some uh <laughs> rough qp play i would oh. say um I, I think his separation i'm noticing is more on deeper routes like not so much intermediate but like sort of the comebacks and inbreaking routes but like when it gets deep he like he like changes his speed well enough and like short little bursts to like make someone hesitate and then he just like keeps going and gets open pretty well which I liked a lot. Um, I mean, I was watching some games here. The The Notre Dame one was the main one that impressed me because he looked dominant against them, which is, like, top competition. So, and as far... Like, this class doesn't have a ton of, like, big guys. Like, Pickens is 6'3", but he's... I don't count him as, like, a big alpha. There's, like, London and Burks, maybe a couple others, but a lot of these guys are, like, speedsters. And so, like, London, in my opinion, is, like, the best, like, big alpha type guy in this class and so oh, yeah. i've seen falcons and jets for box and like i would be very fine by falcons taking yep. him so yep. be totally fine with it i do think that he also has a little bust potential because we've seen it before we've seen a six five wide receiver that just it just doesn't work mm-hmm. they, um, yeah, they just don't get enough separation they don't do yeah, their quarterback's it, yeah. not accurate enough to. Yeah, you you do it. need a quarterback that's willing to throw it to a guy <laughs> like that. That that is part of it too. Like once once is. <laughs> that's why I would like once with him or Wilson. Wilson will fucking chuck it up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. Um, yeah, I I like I like London. I'm gonna support his play style. I do acknowledge that there could be some problems, but it's a chance I'd be willing to take as a GM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it. I think it's pretty solid, and I, I think I think Pittman doing well last year probably like assuages some concerns of like big USC receiver. Oh no. like, <laughs> where did Alshon go? Did he go to USC too? He did. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no, Pittman's six four. I thought yeah, he Pittman's was like six four. Nah, Pittman's pretty dang big. That's why I brain went there. Like initially, yeah. I'm a lazy cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean. That's right. I, you know what? A lot of these schools, they have a type, <laughs> and that's what they do, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly, clearly OSU has a type. But um, <laughs> let's go to the other big guy in Traylon Burks, who <laughs> neither of us had a comp for, <laughs> per He's se. He's the hardest wide receiver to comp <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. What is Traylon Burks? <laughs> <laughs> Fair, he yeah, is fair. get the ball into his hands and he'll just make shit happen. Mm-hmm. He's he looks so haphazard when he plays. Not <laughs> like the opposite of fluidity. He's four five five speed. You would never know it because he looks clunky when he runs because he's six three and he's like a tight end lumbering, but he's fast and he has really good like open space and you know, breaking tackles and vision, but he's not like the best route runner, but he gets open. <laughs> he's really just kind of out there. Yeah. It's odd. Like I was trying to comp him cause I'm like, he plays similarly to some of these like really big physical guys, but he's not 
as like athletic as some of them. Like he kind of plays like DK, but he's not athletic as DK. So right. It's like, mm. and so, like I was getting concerned because I'm like, maybe he's like Kenny G. I'm like, well, he's not as he's not as athletic as Kenny G is either. Like he's maybe a little more physical, but I'm like, I'm like I can't find like the right comp for him. I'm like, it, it's a little concerning that I'm like he's like this athletic guy, but not as athletic. Right. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's that sounds bad. But right. like, <laughs> you watch him and like he's he's very physical though. Like instantly out like see him just outman these small corners which like you have to do if you're him otherwise i'd be really concerned um he has a dirty stiff arm i was watching the um care which game i was watching first but he but apparently he was like banged up and so um he was like stiff arming with his non-dominant hand and just like putting guys in the dirt with it so like that was great <laughs> when he got a touchdown from it. Um, that was one that was, so he was one of the only guys I had like an audible reaction to, and it was that stiff arm, and I was like just like oh man, like reacting to that one. Also, their quarterback's a fucking tank. KJ Jefferson, the Arkansas quarterback, oh, dude, God. that dude's he's fucking <laughs> massive. He is huge. Yeah, he's pretty solid. Apparently, he's eligible after next year. I'm like, oh, huh, all right, gonna watch him a bit. But anyway, um, oh yeah, that was the Bama game, and like he looked like. He was out physically some Bama guys, which I mean, you know, not everyone on Bama is like you know, all star, but it's Bama, so you you know makes you happy there. He he was good at holding on to stuff after big hits, I thought, and so I'm like okay, I went and watched Texas A and M earlier, like the earlier game in the year, so I could see how he looked when he you know wasn't playing a game, apparently banged up. Um, I like his like extension, getting deep balls, like he's he's a pretty big pro typical receiver by build, not quite as tall as some of them, but one of my worries is that he may not have enough stuff like you said to like win on the outside release wise and like it's it, part of me is like well who cares but then it's also like well he's not like dk level of so absurd who cares and i also think dk had a, little, had a little more like a little more like move stuff just limited route tree but dk is also way more in shape than Traylon burks and i'm not trying yeah. to shit on burks at all but dk metcalf though is just like in absolutely absurd he's in a way better shape than everybody though yeah on the planet <laughs> <laughs> um burks is pretty acrobatic like he made some really good circus catches like especially given his size like he has some pretty solid body control there was one play and you might have seen this where he toe taps just like a centimeter off of like inbounds and like so jefferson's like throwing it falling away and Burks almost comes down with it. Like, if that play converts, it might be, like, the best play of the year, best play of the day. Like, it, it was that absurd. I'm like, oh, man, that was so close to converting. I did see I that one. I almost play, but it was just fun to watch. Um, So, I I think he's good, but I, I think he's got enough downside that I don't know if I would say he's a first-rounder. I definitely think that he needs to go to a team that wants him specifically not yeah. just like oh the other guys are taken we need a receiver let's take him yeah, that you is have to have a not plan. I agree. you need to want him because you have an idea of how you're going to use him he is like i think he's a big slot uh, like i that's what he profiles that's where my as. brain went and I, I like that i agree and like i see you put like claypool or lavisca style kind right because they're dangerous out in space and like he's got speed doesn't always look like it but he has speed he has good hands he's crazy athletic he's just a little too uh he's not technical enough mm-hmm. he's just he you know he just doesn't have that mechanic like technical 
uh, ridiculous footwork that some of these other guys have, especially if you're going to play that wide receiver one role. But I do think he could be an excellent slot guy. I really am curious to see where he ends up. That will affect a lot of things on my expectation of mm-hmm. how he does. Because as of now, there I do think that he's in that weird zone in between a medium and a large at the pants store, and you're just like... He's like, Chaylon Burks is extra medium. Yes, <laughs> he is extra medium. <laughs> uh, crazy athlete, just how do you use him? Yeah, it's it's a little tough. So, Oh, also, did you notice that like, there were times when he would like just be not paying attention and like the ball would be snapped and he'd be like, oh shit, and then oh, like shit. go. It was like on a run play or something. <laughs> right. He would just be like not paying attention. Yep. <laughs> Another another ADD guy. Um, right. <laughs> Him and Wilson need to get on the same plan. But let's jump to uh, let's go with probably the craziest athlete of the class at receiver, maybe with Christian Possibly, Watson. Yeah. Christian Watson, I've mm-hmm. got, I've got a lot of hype for him. Yeah, he, he's big. Yeah, he he was nutty in terms of he is actually that level of okay shit this guy's absurd let's just get him and figure it out yep like don't overthink it <laughs> <laughs> he is what six four 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 speed good route runner uh but like overall like good hands when he doesn't have weird concentration drops uh i think personally he's one of my closer comps to dk and not in the sense that he is dk at all but in the sense of he's got all of the insane physical measurables. Let's just see if it can translate to the NFL level. He played mm-hmm. in a, a bad college team, which is fine. Um, but I, I believe in him. I'm like, if after seeing DK, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt there and say he can do it. Yeah, and like I, we keep invoking DK. And I, I want to like interject a little bit about DK. <laughs> like DK was, was very good. He was a very good receiver. He just didn't have a diverse route tree, and then his fucking three cone scared a bunch of people. Right. But, like, teams just overthought it, and, like, instead of being, we want a guy... DK is not a guy who's going to do everything, but he's absurdly amazing at some things. Yes. And so, Seattle was like, perfect, we want those things. We want those things. <laughs> yeah. We love it. And Christian mm-hmm. Watson will have those things yeah. for someone. And for me, I... When I, I so... Like Traylon Burks, I couldn't really comp him. But for, for Watson, I felt like it was a good thing. My brain went, if so when he has the ball in his hands, he, he is Corderell, which is an amazing compliment. Yeah. And like, I, I think he did some returning, Watson did, which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Like he runs super well with the ball in his hands. Um, but if Corderell is actually a good receiver, <laughs> then, then you might get to Watson. Um <laughs> like he actually could run routes and catch and stuff, like which that was issues quarter alley. Like wasn't a good enough like actual receiver with his technical shit. Um, yeah, like he's got a good catch radius. Like how he just the balls. Um, I, I said he's where he needs to be technically. Like I'm not gonna say he's elite yet, but he's like it's, his technique is not a liability, and so no, like he's yeah, fine absolutely. there. Like he'll he'll keep getting better, and so I think he would be a really good fit in Dallas because once Zeke's gone. You have Pollard in the backfield, and then imagine having you know Lamb and Gallup. Then you've got Watson, and you move him around. You might put him at receiver, or he motions to the backfield, and you sort of deal with all that bullshit. <laughs> so I'm like, oh god, um, oof, yeah. 
I, I and when we're talking about Claypool too, I thought like Watson was a little more like Claypool than Burks was, but I I, I don't know enough to either are like Claypool per se. But again, yeah. this guy's hard to comp. He's just just go watch him and you'll see like they like give him handoffs and then they throw to him a shitload. Like either at fucking North Dakota State and they have this freak athlete. Of course, he's gonna get the ball in every way possible. Right. Yeah. The thing with uh, Burks for me and Claypool was just that I liked that you could put him in the backfield or in the slot or kind of move him around. He doesn't really have a designated role, but he's in general, like a big slot receiver, which I think is a similarity there between them. But I do think that actual play style wise, he does comp a little bit more uh, to Christian Watson here. I have a lot of hype for Watson. I imagine yeah, the I like him. will want to get him. I'm not sure where he'll go in the draft, but he's got nutta nutta upside. Nutto. There's a lot of guys. There's a few guys with crazy upside. This is a good draft. Mm-hmm. So actually, as far as Green Bay guys go, this next guy I think would actually make a lot of sense, and that's uh, Jahan Dotson. Hey, I am so, so curious to see what this guy does. Yeah, I know you were you were texting me about him. Like, hey, like, what if he had a quarterback? Like, hey, I kind of like this guy. He's, he's pretty neat. God, dude, when I was watching his eval, I was actually getting pissed off because of how many times he was fucking open. Oh, my God. I had to watch half of the OSU Penn State game before he got a fucking pass thrown <laughs> yeah, his way. Like almost halftime. I'm like, what the fuck? Not even, like, an attempt. Oh. Yeah, his quarterback was really bad. His quarter, oh, it's okay. Like, not they're not all studs. But the fact that he still had over a thousand yard season and 12 touchdowns with just bad quarterback play is pretty awesome to me. Uh, I, I saw like, I I'm excited for this guy. I think he might do it. Um, there were a few things they say he sucks at blocking. I don't know if he necessarily stinks at it. I saw that the reports he can't, but I, I also saw him try to do it a lot, like, naturally. Like, he would understand the mm-hmm. gameplay, and he would just go in trying to block. So I liked that, even though he's not going to pancake someone. But, you know, yeah. it's like 180 pounds, so maybe he has, just has to bulk up a bit for the NFL. But he's got insane hands. I didn't see him drop a single catchable ball, which might just be because he knew he had to catch every single ball that got thrown his <laughs> There weren't many way. catchable balls, so he just got so excited. <laughs> He's got crazy release, route running's on point, cuts are awesome, body control is good, like, everything about him, I was just really impressed. I think if he went to a better school, had a better quarterback, he might be getting a little more talk, but there's a reason he keeps floating there in the top of the wide receiver class, and not many people know a whole lot about him, though. Like, I think he deserves to be there. Hmm. I so when you're talking about like the blocking and stuff, I I I literally think it's because he's just small. Like I just don't think he's big and strong enough, as opposed to like not having physicality. Because like he, I I think he's tough, but he's just mm-hmm. he's five eleven one eighty. Like yeah, <laughs> like I am bigger than this guy. So yeah. <laughs> like like he needs to bulk up for sure. I think yeah he does. Because like part of the issue was like in the Michigan game. They, I don't want to say out physical, but sort of like they, whenever he was like, they were on him on the line, they would press him off his release. And like, so if he was lined up outside and they pressed him, he would end up having to go too much outside to adjust. And it's like, they just made his life really hard. He just like couldn't break through him. And so, he, you know, went around him, but he went like two yards around and just ate up so much time. And so 
yep. he's gonna need to find a way to consistently win there were like one or two times i saw him do it but it wasn't consistent enough otherwise like because if he can't like find a way to win either by getting bigger and stronger or getting more moves he's gonna just be stuck in the slot and not that that's a problem like you could be a quick slot guy but i think it's better for him to like you know get bigger stronger or whatever learn moves to win outside on press otherwise you know he's just gonna get stuck too much um that being said aside aside from that like when he didn't get like stuck on the press i thought he was again pretty solid um he's quick he has really good like awareness and football iq from what i could tell as far as like his adjustments to like meth throws and everything um i saw him get some good running on direct snap and he was like he was always in the right spot too whatever i saw um he definitely so he is a zone eater for sure like and so he can he can avoid the man press but he also like he finds the spots like perfectly and like not even his quarterback could fuck that up every time so (laughs) right um but that's part of why I say Green Bay. Like, I think he, I'm not, not, not at all to say he's like Devontae Adams, but I think getting someone who can kind of eat up a zone and adjust well, like, to broken plays, like, has a good awareness of a black Q is someone that Rodgers would like. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's not one I'd thought of because I guess I naturally went for, oh, they need, like, an X receiver, but he would be really good with Rodgers. Yeah, not that I necessarily think that. He should, like he should go to their first round spot or ever maybe like his second round, but like I just think he makes sense there for Rodgers. It's yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but and like it would definitely give him an actual good quarterback to play with. So I think uh, t- a little bit off topic, but in terms of Green Bay, I do think that since they have two first rounders, their first pick will not be a receiver unless yeah. or somebody and yeah, but you know it's the Packers. <laughs> We're probably lucky if they someone, take one. Probably should take <laughs> someone to help them not get gashed by the run every year. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, but, but yeah, so I, if, I do. Unless someone falls to him, I see them taking the wide receiver second, most likely. Yeah, it depends who's there. Exactly. Yeah. With Dotson, I, I kind of had him in this like range spectrum-wise of like anywhere from Paul Richardson to T.Y. Hilton. And it, I think it just depends on how he develops. Because I think if he get stuck and doesn't learn how to be press it's paul richardson but if he like continues to develop he gets slot time so i, th- I think the i think if he doesn't develop and they don't move him inside you get paul richardson i think if you if you move him inside and he learns to slot well or he is able to like get good at beating the outside he could be closer to ty hilton in terms of like i i think that's i think that's kind of like that same spectrum play style at least mm-hmm. yeah i think that I mean, Paul Richardson didn't. Was he just always injured at the end of his career? I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like he was always injured, but he was he was good. Um, yeah, he's not like bad, but I'm like, you know, it's not what you want from no Dotson, yeah. <laughs> but I, I was just trying to think of like a spectrum because I'm like, here's like a very obvious thing this guy needs to fix. If he fixes it, cool. Right. If not, I'm worried a little bit. Yeah, but I'm uh, I'm excited to see what he might bring to the table because I've already seen one Dotson get drafted and that didn't work out or, so I'm... <laughs> yeah i said hopefully he's better than he's than the similarly named josh Dotson. <laughs> you know maybe it's like a car car thing you know <laughs> it's not david it's derek Damn exactly <laughs> just a slight a slight change um so there are a lot of receivers in this class we didn't give big reports on all of them like a lot of people like justin ross we didn't really get to him uh 
Wanda Robinson's fucking zoomy. Like, there's a lot of guys that I still want to get to. And, like, after the draft, like, you know, if Justin Ross goes, like, you know, early second, like, I'll make sure I watch him or we'll have some eval updates after the draft. But right. only so much we could get in before he ended. We wanted to, you know, just get in some of the guys that are pretty consensus top. I think I think Ross and Wandale might be guys I wish we'd gotten into. But Alec Pierce is one other guy who kind of suffered from some rough quarterback play <laughs> that we like. And I know you like Alec Pierce a lot. I was really impressed watching him. And you know what? I'll just say it. I don't really care much for Desmond Ritter's game from what <laughs> I've seen. Maybe he makes it in the NFL at some point. It definitely won't be as a first year. Uh, he's got a lot of development to do, but Alec Pierce was making that team fucking run, man. I mean, I watch him. I see Jordy. Mm-hmm. I like early Jordy. Yeah, just... I yeah early Jordy works. Yeah, I, I my brain went like Jordy and Mike Evans love child as far as style goes. Like he looked like when the ball was in the air, he looks like Mike Evans kind of. He does. He goes and gets it. His arms extend fully out. Like he's got crazy good wingspan. Um, he didn't drop anything. Yeah. And like, I, I got the Jordy like setting up and like in the route and stuff. Like he has those kind of quicks. And then like after the catch, he was like a combo of those two to me. Yeah. I like him a lot actually. And we I, got I to think, see him against Alabama too. Yeah. And I, I think like the quarterback play and like, he's white, like people aren't realizing yeah. how athletic he is. That's why I looked him up. I'm like, I'm like, that's why I was, I was I was a little trepidatious on the Mike Evans comparison. Then I realized how athletic he was. I'm like, wait, no, this is right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there are some people deep in that wide receiver world that are saying he's one of the best in the draft. I'm not going to go there because this is a great class, but I do put him in the tier of, I think he's good. And part of this deep, good class of second, third round, you know, starter wide receiver talent. Yeah. He also runs a four, four one, of course. So (laughs) of course, yeah, his athletic measures are, like, really good, which is hilarious. <laughs> so, because, like, you look at his picture, and he kind of looks like Zach Wilson a little bit. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm trying to think of what would be a good fit for him. I mean, Green Bay. No, Green Bay. <laughs> you know, if, they got, new Jordy. <laughs> if they got Jahan Dotson, right, and then in the third round they get Alec Pierce, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, I, I, Alec Pierce is going to make some team and fan base pretty happy, I think. I Yeah, I agree. I'm... He's definitely someone. He's not going to go in the first round. He might not even go in the second round, quite frankly. But someone's getting him at a deal. Yeah, because he's like 6'3", 210, and big and fast and everything. So He's definitely one of my favorite Cincinnati players from a team that made it to the uh College football playoffs, yeah. yeah. So, love to see it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was cracking up when I saw someone else give the Daniel Jones comparison for Desmond Ritter. I'm like, <laughs> someone else saw it. Thank you. They saw it. Yeah, they, they said the good, but I, I didn't think it was the good. I thought it was just Daniel Jones. Everyone who says that four quarterbacks are going in the first round is on something. I Where I'm at now, I don't even know if three go. Yeah. Okay. Realistically, it should be one or none. It'll probably be two, maybe three. As of now, I've got Willis at 20 with the Steelers, and then I have the 31st, 32nd pick to trade up for Pickett. And that's all I've got. Yeah, Willis and Pickett, I think I I could, you know, first rounders, sure, fine for them. I could see Corral and Howell, maybe more Corral, like, but I I, I think I think we're kind of, 
that we have those top three for sure. I think in a tier, which we I don't I wouldn't hate Corral going in the first round, but I wouldn't either. Um, but I still I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah, I it, it the Panthers are gonna like really shift the draft depending on if they take quarterback or not. Because if they don't, like the first one literally could be Malik Willis at twenty. Yeah, which would just be so fucking perfect for the fit. Oh God, I know. I can't and I, I would happen. I would be like, I would be lapping my my prediction from like way early on. Yeah, you've had that one in for months, and I yeah. love it. That that's one where like, I we talked about it, and then like two weeks later against the steam, I'm like, all right, let's do this, <laughs> let's do this. I saw someone's mock draft, and they had the Steelers taking Kenny Pickett. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, just the Pittsburgh now. Like, there's no way they take Kenny Pickett instead of Malik that Willis. That never happens. It nah. never it never happens where they grow up in the area and they're they're gonna go to that school because <laughs> they love that team or whatever. It never fucking happens. Yeah, uh, the only the only one that like sounds maybe likely for this year, as far as like college, same state as Aiden Hutchinson. If they if the Jags go, mm-hmm. uh, Trevon Walker because I think Hutchinson's from Michigan, went to Michigan, and if he plays in Detroit, <laughs> that would be that perfect story. Exactly. So. And I think right now, like the the odds switch to uh, Trevon Walker going first. I know that's what it sounds like. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like Hutchinson's a Campbell guy, <laughs> and oh, that would be he's such he would a be Campbell he would guy. be so happy to like keep him in Michigan. It would be a wholesome moment. I feel like You've been filing your teeth to bite off the kneecaps. Let's <laughs> get after it, man. Oh god, dude. I'm ready for more Dan Campbell next year. Me Fuck. too. <laughs> oh, I did want to mention while we were on the quarterbacks, uh, Carson Strong. Remember how I said it looked like he had horrible footwork, and then I noticed he was wearing a knee brace. Uh huh. He did have a uh, messed up knee. Okay. A really bad one that was apparently messed up for most of his life, and then oh he shit, did he get got... that surgery after college? Exactly. Ah, uh... so he just got it. So I think okay. that, I think that's why I'm starting to see Carson Strong's name pop up a little more because I didn't know about that. And if that's why Carson Strong with the strong arm is throwing noodles, like because he's you know got no footwork or leverage to throw from that. Let's see some yeah. Carson Strong creeping up there. Yeah. Into the I'll be I'll be watching him in the preseason then, or any offseason stuff we get to see how he looks then. Yeah, but alas, that will wrap up our wide receivers. Um, we'll be back soon with running backs. In the meantime, you can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com or on Twitter and on TikTok at Mozzie and Muscle. So thank you for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Love you lots. <laughs>